Welcome to episode number one of Picks, Pucks, and Parlays, a sports podcast. Um, in the first episode today, we're going to be talking about the legalization of gambling in the United States. We're also going to be talking some NHL as we go over the Caps and Bolts series and the Jets and Vegas series. Later on, we're going to switch over to some NBA and cover the Celts and Cavs series and Golden State and the Rockets. We're also going to go over some of our gambling predictions and some hot takes to end it off. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to episode number one. Um, so this is our Picks, Pucks, and Parlays uh, podcast. So the purpose of this podcast is basically just to talk about sports, uh, mainly the NHL, but we'll also talk some NBA and some MLB. We also talk a lot about uh, gambling. When we say that, we're not telling you guys what picks to take or even what picks we are taking. We're just telling you guys what's available to bet on and you know whether there's value in that bet and just kind of discuss sports in general. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm joined by Bays. He's going to mm. talk a little bit more about what inspired us to make this podcast. Yeah, so we, uh, we were sort of inspired by the, uh, the change in the law on gambling in the States earlier this week. Uh, changing, um, now allowing everyone to gamble on sports. Um, so we decided to get a head start on the, the podcast while the the listener number is probably low out there. Um, soon but to, we'll, soon uh, to be in the thousands, though. Soon no to be huge. Soon to be huge. Um, so we'll start making some picks and we'll keep track of our records. And, uh, you know, when the thousands are listening, they'll know how good our record is. Uh, probably not too long, long away no, from today. No way, it'll be very soon. I have no doubt. Um, anyways, uh, why don't we get into um the Lightning and the uh, Capital Series to start this start this podcast off? Sounds good. I've got some hot takes on this series. Oh, I'm ready. All right, do you want to start it off then? He seemed to be pretty prepared, uh, so. Sure. So last night, well, we'll just we'll just recap. Why don't let's we start? At... Yeah, we're gonna start from uh. The 4-1 Bolts win. We'll go from there. Right. Okay. So that that was the 2-1 to one game. Tampa Bay winning their first game in Washington. Um, I got to say, I was pretty confident Tampa Bay would win that game. I'm not sure about you. Yeah. Uh, but going down, sure. even though they were in Washington, going down 3 nothing <laughs> seemed hard to believe for the conference final. Yeah, no, it seemed like... Uh... You know, every single year you hear it's the Caps year, but seeing them beat uh, the Lightning handedly twice in a row, you know, it's hard to believe that they had a chance. But I think winning that game, like, it really changes the whole series because Tampa comes in with some momentum. They won 4-1. I didn't watch much of the game, but from, like, what I heard, it was a pretty, pretty good win for Tampa. And so if they can come into Washington and win game two, then... 
uh, game two in Washington, they bust the series like wide open. So yeah, I definitely think that that was a, a big win for them. Well, this is where my hottest take of the episode is going to come right in. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree on your uh, riding on Tampa here. Okay. I was, I also did not watch the full game, uh, but I was expecting full-on domination by Tampa, really needing that win. But they were actually outshot big time by Washington in the end, and also two of their four goals were power play goals again. Uh, so I was I was expecting more out of Tampa, and I think they could be, uh, I think they could be dead. I don't know if they will win another game in this series. Okay, well, what are you saying? Like, what's your series prediction here? I'm predicting. Here's my prediction. I think I'm gonna go Caps in five at this point. I don't think Tampa's gonna win another five. game. Wow, that is that is a hot take if I've ever seen one. That's, I think that's a very hot take. I think next game in Washington, Washington will be desperate for a win at home. They haven't won very much at home recently, and uh, I think they'll be ready. They'll take it 3-1, and there's no coming back from 3-1 in the conference final, I don't think. Wow. All right. Well, that is that is a very hot take for sure. Um, I'm going to jump right in here. Uh, we're going to go over – let's go over the lines. Let's just take a look here. Um, see what the series price is for that game, actually. Um, so the game... Did you... Did you? Um, what was I going to say? Sorry. So, game three, the line was negative uh, 120 for the Caps, and then even for Tampa. Did you see any value in that? I saw big value in even on Tampa. Yeah, that, seemed, sure. uh, that seemed like a steal if you were out there... Uh, out there looking for a play on that game. Uh, as I was saying earlier, seems hard to believe that Washington would have won a third in a row against Tampa. You're kind of contradicting yourself here by saying that, though, because I know. Well, you're that's saying what they're going to win two back-to-back now. I know, I know, but that's what I was expecting, and then I didn't see the performance that I was expecting, even though they did win. 4-1 is two... a pretty, pretty big yeah, but... win, though. They got two power play goals. I was noticing they also only have three five-on-five five goals, like, all series. So that's three five-on-five five goals in three games. That's not very good. Like, obviously, their power play is unreal, but I don't know if that can take them, you know, in a seven-game series. He can't just score power play goals. And, I mean, to to agree with what you're saying, like, their goaltending has been bad, to say the least. Vasilevsky has yeah. not been good. He, he was brutal in game one and two. I watched all of both of those games. He was not not hot. Pulled in the first one. But uh, apparently last one was the one game I didn't catch all of. And uh, yeah, apparently he was much better last night. But I think Holtby's got the big edge in that series currently. So I'm looking at the uh, series price. And right now Tampa sits at plus 140 with the Capitals at negative 160. Do you want to weigh in on if you have any thoughts there I mean I think if you're if you're a big spender maybe you could take well if you if you're a big spender you could take the caps at uh I think it's, minus a, pretty, one it's a pretty tough line to bet to be honest with you it, I, I do think it's a tough line to bet I certainly wouldn't like, but, I, don't, uh, I don't see a lot of value in it I think capitals negative 160 think, is like is tough for sure I also, well, obviously I've said caps in five, but 
I think you're kind of throwing your money away putting anything on uh, Tampa at this point. They really haven't shown it so far in the first three. I was going to say, if I see any bet, I would put some on Tampa, but even then, at plus 140, sitting down 2-1 with a game in Washington, that's there's really not not a lot to bet on there. I'd be looking for I'd be looking for a plus two hundred at the uh, at this point yeah. for uh, Tampa to find real good value. So yeah, I would say like best prediction is or not best prediction, best advice for me on that one would be definitely to stay away from that line. I think you're not going to get much value, and it's going to be a really tough tough game to beat. Are we seeing any game four? What's the game four line? I'm checking that out right now. But also, one bet to look out in this series has been the over or even like Washington team total because there's been a boatload of goals. Uh, As I said, Vasilevsky has been very bad, so that's always something to look out for. Um, So we're seeing game game four in Washington. Uh, Washington sits at negative 115, where Tampa is about even right now to plus 105. Well, actually, that's a tough call. Negative 110 to negative 110. So it's super even is what they're saying. Personally, I would I would see value in taking Tampa here. I mean, it's hard to beat a team back-to-back at home, but, I mean, Washington did it in Amelie Arena, which is one of the... It's a pretty big arena, so... I think I'm gonna I'm gonna again, uh, well, as I said, Caps in five. So I'd be taking Caps in that game. Uh, they're gonna want to win one at home, and uh, yeah, I mean Tampa's only scored on the power play. Really, I think if the Caps can stay out of the box at home, they'll be they'll be cruising back to Tampa uh, up three one. What I'm seeing though is that um, so before this series. Tampa's first line, like specifically Kucherov and Stamkos, really hadn't done anything. And last game, I think they like they really started to, to turn it on. I'm pretty sure Stamkos and Kucherov each had a goal last game. Stamkos had that nice one time. Yeah, yeah there. exactly. Um, and then I'm pretty sure, yeah, Kucherov scored, assisted by Stamkos, so he had at least two points in that game. So I mean, if that line starts to turn it on, like. That's going to be scary. And That's true, but another thing to consider, this game isn't until uh, uh, tomorrow, so keep your eyes out for it. But um, with the Caps not having... They don't. They haven't had Backstrom all series, yeah, have they? True. So it's that would be... That's something to look for. I think he'd bring a lot of... Uh, well, obviously, he's very valuable to the Caps. So if he was in, I would not be taking Tampa for a second straight in Washington. I don't know. Sure. I, I see what you're saying for sure, and that's like every single media thing I've seen talked about this series has all been about Backstrom. I understand he's a good player, but I think they're overvaluing what he brings to this series. Yeah, he brings a lot of depth to the Capitals' um, forward roster, but I mean... He's not going to be the difference maker in this series. He's not going to make it a win or lose for the Caps. So I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, he's a good player and all, but um, I don't know. I, I think I think I still see a lot of value on Tampa. Do you want to yeah. shift into talking about uh, some Jets in Vegas, or what if we can talk about my Jets, I'll be thrilled. All right. Well, we can big, jump right big in. Big disclo- 
Big disclaimer to the listeners. I'm a big Jets fan, so anytime I say take the Jets, just like listen to yeah. Kyle or something. Like yeah, it's, it's not a great call. Definitely don't listen to any of his Jets picks because I'm I'm pretty sure he just tries to every single play he sees with the Jets, he says get on it. And I've been with him during games, and yeah, it's just safe to safe to avoid those plays. I'll uh, I'll try to uh, as the episodes go on remind the listeners that. Uh, as, as much as I I think they're good plays, you know, they're it's not, <laughs> you know, they they will they will lose some games at some point. Just just before we start this uh, this Jets uh, Vegas series, um, I'm gonna read you off what the uh, Stanley Cup odds are right now, and you can give me your thoughts on this. So we have the Washington Capitals leading it at plus two forty. We got the Knights in second at plus 240, Jets sitting at plus 260, and then Tampa Bay at plus 333. Uh, well, what to think of those? Um, somewhat shocking, after game one in the Jets-Vegas series, everyone was all on board, all the media and everyone was all on board with the Jets saying Vegas was done, and all of a sudden Vegas is back in favored odds, so... I feel uh, like that's every single Vegas game. It's like it going is. into it, it's like, um, oh, these guys are overhyped, you know, it's going to end at some point. And then all of a sudden they lose, and then they're like, yeah, these guys are done. And then they win a game, and then every story is like, most historical team ever, they won again. It's like, no, we we know Vegas is good. It's not, it's not a question anymore. They've proven it uh, countless times. I mean, we both... We both uh, would have recommended taking San Jose in that last series, and I, I had LA in uh, round I had, one. So. I was convi- I was the one I think convincing you like LA is going to win this series. They're a much better team, and then yeah, they just so, rolled right through them. Um, I'm s- yeah, they they are a good team for sure. So if if you were um, making like, do you see any value in taking any of those uh, teams like with the at this odds? point? I don't think there's any value in anything at this point. It's still you've got four real, really good teams. Yeah. I'd say probably stay away from. Well, no, I'd say probably stay away from Tampa at this point. But otherwise, it's still too much of a toss-up. Wow, he didn't even say to take the Jets. I'm, I'm impressed. I know. Well, when you have them at plus six hundred from mid-season, like no big deal. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um... Let's get into your favorite series of the playoffs here. Uh, okay. Do you want Do you want to start it off, or do you want me to? Uh, well, should we recap the series yeah, first? Well, let's or? go. Let's recap the series. We can recap game three for sure, or game two for sure. We watched it together, so yeah, we should have some uh, good good notes on that. Good. Uh, well, I'd I'd just say game one was uh, game one was exactly what the Jets want: a high scoring offensive sort of fast-paced game. Uh, they got out to those three, that three-goal lead, which was huge. They basically just sat sat back the rest of the way. Um, but then Vegas was really successful in game two, just sort of taking the crowd out of it. Uh, kept it basically just... We were watching the game together. It was pretty much just a boring game, oh, which would have been... I was really pumped up for this series after watching... Uh, Nashville and Winnipeg. It was a great series, you know, a lot of physicality and 
lots of goals and fast-moving hockey. And then game two of this series, it it was boring. I mean, a lot of yeah, neutral it, zone outside shots and stuff like that. It was a dud for sure. A couple nice goals by Vegas. Uh, that last, well, that third goal was a killer. Yeah. Um, right after the Jets finally scored. Uh, but that's exactly what Vegas wanted in Winnipeg, I think. Uh, yeah, after when uh, Winnipeg scored the two-one, uh, yeah, the two-one goal, the, the building yeah. was rocking, and then right after that, Vegas just answers with with a goal, and it just silenced the whole arena. And from like the game was over at that point, no doubt. Exactly, and uh, yeah. So moving on to game three. Oh, for, uh, I, got, I got is, one more thing to say about game you two. Do? Um, yeah. Flurry, we talked about this at, while we were watching the game. Actually, that Flurry had been going through like a little rough patch. I'll say in quotations, considering you know he's yeah pays to win the Smythe. But for him, anyways, he was on a little bit of a rough rough patch, and he really stepped it up uh, in yeah. game two. Like at the beginning of the game, like halfway through the first, Winnipeg was all over Vegas, peppering him with shots, and he stood on his head. I don't know if yeah. you can elaborate that. No, I, I totally agree. There's been a couple, a lot of people showing that the one goal Winnipeg did score in that game and kind of, it was a weak one. Uh, but that doesn't really tell the story of that game. He was on fire throughout except for that one little hiccup. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, Winnipeg's got to be a little bit nervous after that. If You know, if he plays like that all series... It's going to be tough for them to win. They're a team that relies on scoring a lot of goals to win. I think they're more of, you know, an offense team versus defense. We saw a lot of, uh, like, at least two of the goals were caused on, like, bad pinches by the defense. I think they scored on two breakaways. And so, yeah, Winnipeg's going to be in some trouble if they can't start scoring goals. I sort of feel like um, at this, if with a hot flurry, they're more in trouble in Winnipeg. Um, then in Vegas, if you watch the Nashville series, Winnipeg was really good about just sort of um, they bring they bring those fast starts to games, and especially when it's dominated by uh, the away team, it takes the crowd right out of it. Uh, and they took uh, well, they took three of four in Nashville, uh, so I'm not worried at all with the Jets coming into Vegas um, for game three and four. Uh, Possibly with a hot flurry, I'd be more worried about Game Five back in Winnipeg. Yeah, but if you look back, Series One, they played Minnesota, who had a very banged up uh, defense, so they were easy. Like they rolled over them easily because Winnipeg, uh, sorry, Minnesota had no defense. Suter was out. Uh, I forget who the other guy, but one of their other top four D men were out. I don't think Dubnik played amazing actually i guess there was a couple games where he played well but he was good in the first two in winnipeg for sure but either I way think. winnipeg was able to use their offense to win and then coming to nashville you know we talked about this a lot that Rene obviously shit the bed let's i'll i'll admit that i had a lot of faith we, in him but he we don't need to bed. go over that for the viewers but uh i i called that one yeah you did but anyways my point is that they've faced like poor defense and a bad goaltender so far so they haven't really faced a uh, really defensive great goaltending a team so I think this will be like a true test and we saw that last game so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they face that but anyways you can start talking about game three here 
Yeah, so uh, game three, I would say, well, I'll pull up the line here. The Jets are, are currently uh, plus 110. Vegas is minus 130. I think it was bigger in, in uh, Vegas's favor when it first opened. Um, I, of course, will be taking... Uh, the Jets in game three. I don't recommend uh, that, just for the record. I don't recommend that either, but I'm taking it anyways. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, as I was saying about the Nashville series, the Jets seem to have a thing about the road and taking the crowd out of it. And uh, That's, That is up. true for that series, but before then, Winnipeg had dominated at home. Like That was their bread and butter, their home game. That is, so, that is true. I don't know. Um, but before I go, I'll get a score prediction from you for Game 3, and which is in a few hours from when we recorded this, and we'll also get a series prediction. Score prediction and series prediction. So my thought is if the Jets are going to win, it's going to have to be high scoring. So I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, I'll go with 4-3 uh, Winnipeg. Uh in game three and then as for the series i think i'm gonna go jets in seven that's what i called at the start of the series and um after game one i was feeling more confident but after game two when the vegas uh golden knights really uh showed their stuff uh i'm back on to jets in seven instead of four but you're saying four three tonight i'm saying four three tonight wow that's all right so well you're agreeing with what I'm saying, that the Jets need like a high-scoring series. That's going to no, be exactly. for them to win it. The Jets so, yeah. definitely need a high-scoring series. All right, so I think basically what I'm thinking is I had I had the Jets winning this series. You know, I'm just going to keep going against Vegas. Even yeah. Though, like, I've you know I've lost so many times on them, and we've both have lost a lot on them. But I'm just going to keep doubting them. Uh, but I really do think if Flurry steps up, they're going to be in big trouble but if they play how they should they've got a like a super offensive team so i don't think they'll have too much trouble for game three tonight my score prediction is i'm gonna say three two jets uh sorry no three two vegas tonight jeez buddy almost went with me on the jets but okay your brain washed me a little bit but no i'm saying three two uh vegas and then series i'm also gonna agree with you on Game 7 uh, with the Jets winning, actually. Yeah, I think Game 7 at home with the, uh, yeah, the whiteout. No there's no way they can lose with that yeah. crowd. Um, last thing with this series, until we switch over to a little bit of NBA. So the series line is at negative 110 for both teams. So um, I'd love to hear uh, your input on this. Well, I, I mean, basically they're just saying... Uh, it's a toss-up at this point, which yeah, they're just honest, saying it's a new series. Basically. Which, you know, as as you know, I'm a Jets fan, but um, I would tend to agree that it is uh, it is going to be a tight series the rest of the way. So I think that's a pretty fair line. Uh, it's just who you. Um, it's really a pick 'em. Um, I would ha- I would take the Jets at that at that line. Um, I just think in a seven-game series, they've got a bit of a size advantage. They've got the skill. I, I, they've got home ice still, so I think, well, actually, technically not uh, splitting at home. Um, but I think 
Jets in seven, and there would be some value in the Jets series line right now. I don't yeah, know what you think. No, I I definitely agree with that. Um, I would say if you're a if you're a Vegas doubter, that's that's a great line for you to hop on. Um, we both predict the Jets to win, but yeah, that's definitely a hard series to call. But if I had to pick one, I would definitely be taking uh, Jets at negative one ten. All right, so we're gonna transition a little bit here. Um, we're not very knowledgeable in NBA. We're learning, but uh, we're gonna give it a shot. Hockey I'm learning. is definitely our forte. I'm learning a lot slower than uh, the NBA got over there, but I, yeah. Yeah, I've I've had some success in uh, in my NBA picks, but I'm not. I'm definitely not an expert. But we can start by. Uh, what do you want to start with? Celts and Cavs, or uh, I think Rockets? I'd rather. Yeah, I think I'd rather talk Cavs Celts. Don't you want to um, end it with that though? Actually, that could be better. We can no, go quickly. We can, we can, Let's like, go quickly over the go other. Over the Rockets and Golden State. Um, yeah, they right, so one game. So we actually we actually watched this game together as well. We watched Game One together, where uh, Golden State won one nineteen to one hundred six. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Uh, uh, I mean, you better start it off. I don't have many hot takes on this one. All right, well, I don't really have many hot takes either. I think uh, the game one we watched was the war. Uh, sorry, not the Warriors. It was the Rockets game to lose, basically. Um, you know, this is the game they needed to win to make a statement, uh, to give themselves some confidence that they could actually win. You know, James Harden um, played a hell of a game, not on defense, but he dropped... 42 points I think and you know he gave them a shot to win and it just it wasn't close in the uh, fourth and the third like the Warriors just ran away with it um, the pace of the game was the pace of the game was great at the start uh, we actually Baze is going to tell you guys a good story about the under that he had in that game and how that all went down but um, in terms of series it's not going to be much of a series after watching that um, I think the Warriors will win it in six, maybe even five. But yeah, it's not much of a series. And uh, in terms of plays, Golden State sits at uh, plus 1.5 next game with an even money line, uh, where the Rockets are negative 1.5 with a negative 120 money line. I think if the Rockets are going to win a game, it's going to be next game at home. So I would say probably... If anything, take the Rockets, but I don't even really recommend that. So that's all I'm going to say. And then, in, and yeah, in terms yeah. of series, there's no value in the series because it's way too negative uh, line for the Warriors. And uh, I'll hand it off to uh, Baze. Yeah, you stole the, uh, the words right out of my mouth for game two. I was going to say that exactly that if the Rockets are going to win a game uh, or get anything going in this series, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be in game two, so I'd say there's some something in the uh, the Rockets game two money line. Um, as for game one, um, yeah, I mean it was the Rockets; they needed that game, and it was just another example of the Warriors just showing off that there's no one in the West that can compete in the, with them yet. Uh, the Rockets may yet take a game or two, but. Uh, I don't see the Warriors, well, I, I barely even see them getting to six games in this series. Um, so you're saying five? I'm saying five, yeah, five. Okay. 
Uh, actually, that would take them back to Houston. I'd be stuck between five or six for the Warriors. Okay, but we're in a, we're in agreements. We are. Is we a, are. Is agreements a word? I think it's agreement, but uh, we'll work on that. Yeah. Oh, we'll I'm, take I'm our gra- learning my We'll take our, we'll take our grammar classes for this podcast when it's big. So. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're in agreement that it's going to be between five and six. Yeah. And uh, do you anything else to say about about game one? Uh, oh well, I guess for the viewers, the listeners, I guess yeah, you got it. You got to tell the story. Eh? The uh, the over under story, both games. So game two, I'm seeing is also set at two twenty five, uh, which is <laughs> which is huge for a uh, well in my opinion, is huge for a playoff game, even though you've got the two most offensive teams uh, in, the, in the game, basically. Well, yeah, I, now, I, yeah, I, the, Cavs are showing, the Cavs are showing that they can't do, do offense without LeBron at his best. Um, so, basically, I saw big value in the under, and that game that came right down to the wire. Um, it so was close the scene. you got to set the scene. Yeah, I'll set the scene. We were flipping between um, the Jets and uh, Vegas, and then between also the Warriors and Rockets. He's got uh, he's got a little bit of he's got a little bit invested everywhere. You know, typical typical guy, just uh, investing everywhere. But he's got, mainly the under, though. Mainly yeah, that was his his big play was the under, which I did, I thought he had like you know nothing on it, but he had a, he had a decent investment on it. And um, we're flipping back and forth, and the whole time, me and my other friend are like, well, and him are trying to gauge, like, oh, yeah, it's looking good. Oh, no, it's looking really bad. Like, we went back and forth, like, ten times, I'm sure. Hey, Baze? Yeah, I mean, it was like... like we, had, we had no idea. It was a really, like, weird pace game. One, one minute, there'd be, like, ten points in a minute, and then there'd be, like, two minutes with no points. So I think it was that very one point hard to gauge. At one point in the third quarter, there were like maybe three points over like three or four minutes, and then yeah, all of a sudden we, there must have been like twelve points in the next minute or something. Yeah, like it was flipped, ridiculous. We saw the score, flipped the channel, we came back. There was only three points difference, but then we watched and they started to light it up. But anyways, it's it's really going down to the wire, and then um, the last minute, like the Rockets have no chance of winning. Uh, they were down by I think. 10 at that point probably yeah it was no no chance of winning yeah it was it was garbage time i think they were up by like 13 yeah so you're probably right it was just like half the crowd had left it was just like uh scrimmage at that point yet they're still fouling so he's sitting there he's you know shitting himself because he doesn't want (laughs) to see the the overhead i think we had like uh, a we had like a four-point allowance with maybe 30 or 40 seconds left. Yeah, and so it was looking good because the Rockets had scored the point, so we figured Golden State was just going to kill the clock out, but then the Rockets end up fouling. And they, well, the better story is basically they were going to let them go. They were going to let them go. They maybe made like 15 seconds of just kind of standing there with the ball. And then, who was it? Somebody went and just fouled him. I'm going to say it was either Chris Paul or James Harden. I'm not entirely sure. Somebody who just wanted his last two points at the yeah, end of the game. So it was probably Harden, to be honest. Then. That, at that point, it, we only had a two-point allowance, too. So basically, that was maybe six seconds left. 
So Golden State goes to the line. Oh no, that was a one point allowance. No, it wasn't. No, because he, he, he missed. Didn't he, he miss one of the shots? He missed one, but that wasn't a tie. That was at that point. It was a four point allowance. He made one. So then, uh, I don't know. Okay, we're, no, no, we're, no. We're, scratch that. Can, I've got right, it. Right. It was a one point allowance. So they foul him. Finally, foul him with six seconds left. He misses the first free throw. So based on those, uh, that shot. Then he had the second free throw. And then the second free throw he hit. So we were sitting right on 225 for a push. And Harden, so they had six seconds to try to score. But they were still up. The Warriors were still up by like 13 or 14. Um, So they go down. And I think he missed the jump shot from like, it was a pretty easy shot. shot From like, like, I'm going to say nine or ten feet. And it bounced off the rim. And. For you, it was probably in the air for like, like I a was, minute. You were probably just it, dying. To, to say I was fired up when he missed might be an understatement. I don't you, know. You were fired up, but then you also were mad that you lost. And I was just like, you should I, well, just be yeah. happy you got the tie. Well, if there was no foul, it would have been a big dub. So. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, you, ha- you have to expect them to be fouling in the Eastern Conference Final, no matter what the score is. you got to yes. look like you're making an effort. I guess but, so. I think we've talked uh, that series up as much as uh, we're going to be able to. I'm surprised we talked that much. I'm, I know, we had I'm a lot a, to say. I'm not an NBA star, especially for, for the Western Conference. But I think you're going to have stuff to say about this series because I think everyone and their dog have something to say about it. I've heard boy, boy, do so I like much. talking about LeBron. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's get into this um, Cavs and Celtics series to wrap off, to wrap up, sorry, the first episode of our podcast here. So... Um, I'm going to start it off, actually. So, what was the score of the last game? So, last night they played. Um, me and Baze have been discussing this game for, like, a couple days now, ever since game one. And we are like, yeah, like, slam, uh, Cavs, money line. It's a no-brainer. Uh, LeBron's bounced back from every single game to, uh, game one loss, like, he's ever played. And, like, we know he's going to step up, which we, we weren't. We weren't, like, wrong about that. He dropped 42 points, but him and Kevin Love were the only the only Cavs players that decided to come to the arena that day. Um, yeah. J.R. Smith went 0 for 7 on shooting, which is, like, a complete joke. I don't know I don't know what, what that was all about, but I don't know if you want to elaborate that at all. Yeah, I was, uh, well, in the first quarter, it was all going well just to plan. I think it was... At one point, or maybe that was the final score of the first quarter, it was 25-20 to 20 for the uh, the Cavs, and I think LeBron had 21 points. So there were really only like four points scored by other players on the Cavs. Um, so it was exactly yeah, the, as... Yeah, 19 after the first. 19, so it was 19 and uh, then six for other Cavs. Um, so it was all going to plan, and then it just... Collapsed. I don't know if you want to take it from there, but yeah, well, LeBron got hurt um, at some point in the second quarter. I wasn't watching that game, but he got hurt at some point in the second quarter, left um, for some time, and then came back. And yeah, I mean, he still played a really good second half. I mean, well, like, yeah, we won't get get into the whole concussion talk, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think they're making some excuses for him. Ty- is it 
Do you know if their coach's name is Tyron Lu or is it? Yeah, I think it's Tyron. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, Tyron Lu was saying today to the media that like he wasn't the same after he got hit or whatever. But I mean, I don't know. I think that's kind of an excuse. But anyways, to say the last to, I don't know what I was gonna say there. But uh, LeBron played his heart out, dropped 42 points, and the Cavs like weren't even close to winning that game. But this is where I'm gonna step in with my episode hot take here. I honestly think that it's worth taking um, the Cavs series. Like, I honestly think there is. I'll just pull up the series price. I'm pretty sure they're sitting at, like, plus 140 or around that mark. They're at plus 190. I've got it here. Plus 190. I honestly see some value. Um, it's At the end of the day, it's LeBron. So, anything can happen. Uh, they've looked like shit, but I mean... The Celtics aren't actually that good of a team, you know. They don't have that much talent. Brad Stevens is coaching them extremely well, and that's making a difference. But, like, if LeBron plays like he did um, yesterday and, you know, the other guys make, like, maybe two more shots and help him out a little bit, then, you know, I think they have a shot at it. If if that doesn't happen, then the wheels are just going to completely fall off the bus and LeBron will leave Cleveland and never look back. But... I don't think the series is over. At 190, you know, making a small small play on that, I definitely see some value there. Um, I'm not sure what the Game 3 line is looking like, but I'll let, uh, I'll let Baze add yeah, something. I agree with you that there's some value in the Cavs, basically just because I thought, I thought the Cavs were dead in the Pacers series, as you well know. Um, and... Yep. Um, Clearly, that didn't turn out very well. You also he, said LeBron was dead. If to, yes. just to let the viewers know, I said was, LeBron uh, was dead. We, we've been going back and forth about about LeBron. Um, Anyways, oh no, no, you, gonna, you uh, proved to let, be you're right. right. You proved to be right. Okay, go on. You you had it with Rene bit, so I'm gonna add something here. But we were going back and forth about LeBron, and it was uh, it was pretty clear that he wasn't uh, old. What what words did you use exactly? Do you know? I think I just said he was dead. Yeah. Did okay, I say? Well, did I say? Yeah. No, you said he was dead. I think him and the Cavs are dead, and then you know they beat the Pacers, and then literally stepped on the Raptors, and like didn't look yeah. back. So you were wrong about that, but you can continue. I just want. So to yeah, sure exactly. I was very wrong about that, and that's why I would say there. I agree. There probably is some value in that series line, uh, but. For the Cavs to have scored so few points in both both of the first two games, uh, I think the Celtics could have found something to take down the Cavs. Uh, I know they're going home, so I think it will be a very tight series still. Um, I think Cavs game three is an easy play. I don't know what the line is at. Um, it the is line at- is at negative 6.5 so like okay I don't, I don't think that's a very good line i think so, that's pretty tough to beat. that's actually n- not an easy play scratch that but uh <laughs> I, I think the Cavs will win game three uh, and go from there but I, I think the celtics still win this series but i think it will go i think it'll go six or seven still yeah i'm saying i'm saying Cavs in seven but um you know like we, we can't forget that the first two games were in Boston. Like, they have a chance to win two games at home and not it all up, just like the opposite of the Tampa Capital Series. So, like, yeah. I think, I think, um, 
you know, there's been way too much media coverage that everything's been talked about, but, you know, I think if if they win Game 3, it, it's really wide open, but if, obviously, if they lose Game 3, it's it's done for, for sure. Um, that is. Yeah, yeah, plus 190 is a good line for a play that you, yeah, exactly. you That's could what see happening, yeah. for sure. It's, I mean, it's happened before. They were down 3-1 to Golden State in the finals, and they came back, so yeah, there's definitely something there. Um, well, we better wrap this thing up. Do you yeah, have I've got I've got no more add? takes on the NBA. That's for sure. Yeah, I think we talked out talked our hearts out for NBA. I'm I'm proud that we we had a few. In the, in the future, you can expect yeah. much less talk about anything, any sports other than the uh, the NHL for sure. The NHL we can go like on and on about, but we yeah. wanted to for the first one we wanted to like test the waters and see. Well, and so, I'll yeah. have to remind you that uh, when the Bills are playing again, there could be a lot of talk about that. But oh, that's for be, that's for another day. A lot day. of a lot of NFL too. Yeah, I'm a I'm an Eagles fan. He's a Bills fan, which like sucks to be him. I don't know. Let's just say <laughs> if we know, were each it's... betting on all of the games last year, Kyle would be making a lot more money than I would. But yeah. that's that's for another day. I actually I actually did make some make some good guap on my Eagles, but. Once once that starts, you know, we'll talk about NFL. But for now, we're going to stick to mainly NBA and NHL. Maybe mix in some MLB. We're really bad at MLB. Jeez. We don't, don't want to give you guys recommendations on that because, like, I mean, we There's, can give you I mean, recommendations and then just do, like, exactly the opposite of what we say. But, maybe in, like, like, August we can start, yeah. like, he's, when nothing he's else gonna, is happening. He's training to be an MLB guy. I don't have but like that. it's so hard it's almost yeah. impossible yeah i agree but we'll see but um do we have a date for the next episode for the i was uh, just gonna ask you that actually well what are, what are your thoughts like the weekend maybe maybe saturday or sunday yeah. all right well, there's probably good yeah. sports on saturday yeah definitely okay well then we'll plan on setting the next one for the weekend then well anyways guys we appreciate uh, if you tuned in and watched this long episode, probably in the future we can cut it down because this one's pretty long. The debut has to be a long one, yeah, but uh, in the future I would expect. Well, you know, in the future half. we'll figure out like an estimated time so that we can be consistent, but we're just figuring things out, obviously. For now, there's no listeners anyway. So yeah, so we're just talking, all good. To, we're talking to ourselves at this point, but that's okay. Yeah. If, if by any chance you were happening to watch this all the way through, Make sure to leave a leave a sub. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at triple at sorry at the triple P pod. I'll make sure to include that in the description. Once again, at the triple P pod. Um, anyways, guys, we'll wrap this one up. And as we said, look for another podcast on Saturday. And thanks for watching. your house